Welcome to another episode of The Crown and Spear. I'm your host, Stephen Litchfield, and this is my co-host, Gary Litchfield. And we got another great, exciting, amazing episode for you today, don't we? If you say so. <laughs> That's the energy I want right there, yeah. We'll so, move right along with it. So, okay. How's your week? Uh, it's It's been a week. It's been interesting. So, Did you get anything accomplished? Uh, some stuff, yes. Okay. And... Not as much as I probably should and all, but still. Yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah. So what about you? Well, same old, same old pretty much, except uh, this week, uh, Farmer's Market, we did just kind of regular old thing at Mount Airy, and uh, two weeks in a row we didn't sell anything, mm, which was not good. Um, but then uh, yesterday at the uh, Elkin show, um, we had a pretty good day. We we did a Christmas in July thing and brought mm. out all of our Christmas decoration things that we make, and uh, things sold pretty good. So we had a good day. Yeah. Then I was wiped out because it was so hot. By the time we got done with all that and got home, we just crashed. <laughs> well, that can happen. So yeah. So we're trying to figure out where to go with uh, both of those. We got. Uh, it's not quite yet the time to put fall stuff out because it's just uh, july yet mm -hmm. and uh but the other stuff isn't moving as quick as it used to so i'm kind of like what do i do next what i need to come up with something new what do i make new you know how do i put it on make it find something else people are interested in have you tried like a beach theme no okay i know someone has suggested that before and i think it's gone in one ear and out the other yeah, just there's nothing there to hold on to it. <laughs> you said it, not me. I don't know what to do for a beach thing. Most of the stuff I carve are you know little figurines of you know Santa Claus's Bigfoot. Well, I had suggested uh, one time trying to do either one of your wood burnings or one of your routed signs or something, make it look like uh, a beach or something. And, okay. Because you, know, you know sometimes people even if they live in the mountains, they want to get away and go to the beach. Okay. So yeah. We'll think it through and put something out there, I guess. It's an idea. Have to something. figure out something that'll. Ooh, you could make little beach balls. You know. Beach balls. Yeah, like little ones. You know. Okay. Wooden ones. Carve a ball and say beach on it. Well, no, you put like colors <laughs> and stuff on it. <laughs> Throwing it out there. Throwing it out there. Okay, let's know. let's get on to our normal stuff. Our normal know. stuff. Where are we at? Where are we going? Okay, know. you know where to find us. Yeah. Hopefully by now you know where to find us. And I mm -hmm. hope that you'll tell others about it to find us in the same type of places. Uh, and then if they want to contact us, you know where to do that at? The, the Crown and Spear at gmail.com. And I changed the color on it just to emphasize it today. Yeah. I wanted to change something up so it was different. Yeah. And not only did I change that up, guess what else I changed? I don't know. Here it comes. I put the words backwards and the bell on the other side. <laughs> and turn bell yellow. Yeah. Maybe it's a golden bell to ring in the crowd. That's interesting. So, okay. There you go. You still, have to... still makes me think that we're at like uh, the bay or something. The bay. It and does sound more seagulls. like a bell. It's the only bell sound that I could find that was a free gift on online. So couldn't find an actual cow bell. That's what I wanted. Because we have the old cowbell. No, 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 no. It's right no, there. We no. can just pick it up and ring it. No. Everybody loves the cowbell. No. No, they don't. <laughs> <laughs> All right. 
Well, let's move on to our first commercial break. How about that? That sounds like a okay. deal. Let's go All for right. it. So we'll be right back after this, people. everybody enjoyed that break it was a fun exciting break you know what i did what did you do this time i went down to the coast real quick really all the way yeah. to the coast that yeah. was cool. i mean it's only like what eight hours away <laughs> um so and there were these scientists out there scientists at the coast yeah and they, they had like all this equipment down there and they're like monitoring stuff whatever so i, I talked to one of them you did yeah and i was like what are, what are y'all doing and uh they were saying well the, the one scientist i talked to he's like well, we're trying to see what one ocean would say to another ocean. I'm like, but oceans don't talk. They just wave. Oh, no. <laughs> I was wondering where that one was going. <laughs> Big build up to get down to the wave. So, what but, verse are we in this time? <laughs> we need a few more people. We could have done the wave. You <laughs> Well, let's see, where were we this time? We're back at First John 2, 26 and 27. Moving mm, right along here. Yes. And you know what our theme is for today? Mm. Remaining. Did, didn't we do a remaining already? Did like we do? We did? Did we do it last week? Last week? Remaining? I, I don't know. I, th I thought that's what we did. Well, maybe if we continue with slides, it'll tell us. Okay. Remaining continues. Ah, Okay. <laughs> This whole section, the last, oh, we broke like, you know, a long group of verses into like three, four different sections uh, that all kind of had the same theme of the remaining, the anointing, all that's there. And this kind of finishes that section up today. Um, so it, it wasn't really a newer name to add to it because it's emphasizing that remaining again idea. And uh, with the anointing that we talked about before, there's mm. going to be in there. So we're going to take a look at... A couple of those things, and of course, a few related verses that go along with it. So, first of all, we have, I am writing these things to you uh, about those who are trying to lead you astray. Mm -hmm. So, if you're going to remain something, but then you have people who are trying to lead you astray. So, what does leading astray mean to you? To lead you off the course or path. Right. That you are currently on, or maybe should be on. Right. You need to follow the path. It's yes. what happens if you go off the path. Bad things can happen. That's right. It like if you dangerous. are going hiking somewhere, a lot of times there's hiking trails. That and was the you, exact thing I was thinking. I was of. say if you deter from the trail, you could get lost. Yeah. Injure yourself. Absolutely. Bad things can happen. Yeah. Uh, we were. I think it was a TV show we were watching one time. Um, I'm trying to think which one it was. One of those, um, I can't think of it. it, just went out of mind. The, the guys that are like police, but they do forestry type stuff. 
It was up north somewhere, New Jersey or uh, something. Northwood Lodge? Yeah, something like that it was yeah. called. And uh, there was somebody there that went off the trail. You know, the Appalachian Trail has mm. a thing they call a blaze. It's mm. usually a little white bar that's painted on trees or rocks or whatever. And you keep going from blaze to blaze to blaze, you know, knowing you're staying on the trail. Mm-hmm. And there was somebody that went off the trail, and they didn't find them for days, and eventually they found a body. Mm. So, you know, being led astray, because of whatever reason, they went off the path. Uh, can be dangerous, you know? Mm-hmm. And uh, I know around here, we have the uh, Mountain to Sea Trail system, and um, it's really big in our town. And there are folks that work on the trails all the time, and they're you know, they're trying to do one from here in... Well, it's in Jonesville, leads into Elkin, and they want it to go all the way up to Stone Mountain. Mm-hmm. And they've got a lot of that path done, It's in different sections of it they work on at different times. Uh, but anyway, it's a nice laid-out path to walk. Uh, really enjoyable to get out there, you know, walk through the woods, stay on the path, mm-hmm. and uh, and see you know, where, where it goes. You know, it's fun. And uh, they keep adding more and more to it. I've been... From where I walked, about a mile and a half back, um, which is a pretty good hike to walk that far and then back out, so three miles total or so. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's a lot of beautiful spots. It runs along the stream. they got some bridges that go across the streams in places. Oh, uh, crossing so, streams. Huh? Crossing streams, yes. Mm. <laughs> you got to be careful yeah, with you that. you got to be careful crossing streams. <laughs> it causes a nuclear explosion or something, doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> so. As we've been saying here, my next thing I had is it's a very dangerous thing to do to to go astray, number one. Mm-hmm. But it's even very serious for those who lead you astray mm-hmm. and try to get you to divert. How, do, how, how would you think people would try to you in your Christian life to lead you astray? Um... Well, you know, you got like uh, when you talk about false prophets and stuff, yeah, right, right? It can be someone who um, uses scripture, but then manipulates it or twists it or doesn't use it in right. the right context right. to try to direct you a certain way, or people who try to use certain temptations and sure. things like that to make you do something. Yeah, yeah. I mean, a lot of the cults that get started throughout the world i guess mm-hmm. uh, a lot of them start with a religion and they'll speak and even preach and gather a gathering and then next thing you know they're telling people well it actually means this not what you think it meant and they they start leading people into weird and strange things you know that are going to lead them astray mm-hmm. take them away from the original gospel and follow in the wrong direction uh so i think it's a, it's a very dangerous thing for people to do that so one of the passages I'm going to bring up here is Matthew 18.6 that deals with leading people astray. Mm-hmm. And it says that, but whoever causes one of these little ones, remember we talked about the little ones back in earlier in John, mm-hmm. uh, people who are just becoming Christians, not necessarily that they were children, but even an adult. You know, I mean, I remember one of the first people I baptized as a minister uh, was a man that was in his 60s. Uh, and he had just come to faith in Christ. And so he would be, at even at that age, considered a little one. You know, mm-hmm. he had just come to, to faith in Christ. Uh, so whoever causes one of these little ones who believes in me to sin, it would be better for him to have a great millstone fastened around his neck and to be drowned in the depths of the sea. 
How does God feel about leading people astray, Steve? <laughs> I don't think he's in favor of it. <laughs> he, he's kind of like, uh, you know, you do that and I'm going to do you in. Mm. I mean, what's a millstone anyway? People don't know about millstones as much today as they used to. Um, it's... Um... How about taking a picture of one here? I was going to say, you didn't like a grinding stone or something? <laughs> yeah. That's a picture of some of them. These, these, these have uh, lines cut on them, and they fit on top of each other. And in the old days, a lot of them used uh, either a, uh, had a built round area and would have a donkey hook to a uh, pole that would just turn and turn and walk in circles. Yeah, and like, uh, they would grind down like the weed right. and stuff. Yeah, make flour, you yeah. know. Uh, or the old mills, which I always like, where you had the big water wheel. Mm -hmm. And the water wheel turned belts and gears and big, heavy, heavy stones. You know, it's no telling how big these are just by looking on the screen. Mm -hmm. We have an old millstone piece out here in the yard, but it's only about that big around. It's still fairly heavy, even mm -hmm. that small. But the ones in these places were, you know, five, six feet round and two or three feet thick. Massive uh, stones. Uh, so, you know, he's saying out there, it'd be better for you to have one of them things tied around your neck and thrown into the sea. In other words, you're going to drown and die mm -hmm. than to lead somebody astray. Uh, it's important what we're doing here then, isn't it? We've got to be careful when we're looking at the word of God and trying to tell others about it mm -hmm. to follow it and, you know, do what it says. Um, it's, it's a... You know, devastating thing to think. I mean, you know, you think about the old gangsters that would give somebody, as they put it, a set of cement overshoes. <laughs> I, was, I was thinking about that, yeah. Uh, they'd basically put them in a bucket, you know, put cement in it. They would harden it, and they'd drop them all out in the water somewhere. Mm -hmm. uh, and they were done for, you know. Uh, so when it comes to leading astray, God's pretty serious about it. He wants us to be careful about that. Be honest about what we say, make sure we're sticking to the word of God and what we're teaching. And of course, this is what John was doing here, telling them the absolute gospel truth about who Jesus was and teaching them. And of course, you know, Paul and some of the other writers of the Bible, uh, they all making sure people hear the right thing and not leading them astray. Mm -hmm. So with that in mind, the second verse for part of today is, as for you, the anointing you received from him remains in you. Remember I said remains was going to come back in. Mm -hmm. And with more, the word anointing that we talked about before. Uh, the anointing, literally when somebody was going into a special office, remember we talked about them pouring oil over them and it running down all over them. And it was an anointing from God, which was a picture of God being on them and in them and giving them what they need to, to follow. Um, and so for us, as we become Christians, we have an anointing from the Holy Spirit who comes upon us, gives us the gift of faith so that we can then believe and follow and trust him. And he says that anointing remains in us. It doesn't just come and then disappear. It's there for us all the time. All right. And it says, uh, so it remains in you and you do not need anyone to teach you. But as his anointing teaches you about all things, and as that anointing is real, not counterfeit, just as it has been taught to you, remain in him. So basically he's saying, really, really stick to the word of God. And the way you do that is by the Holy Spirit being in you, teaching you, 
So he's, saying, he's basically saying you don't even need somebody else to teach you. You read the Word of God, you understand it, and God the Holy Spirit informs you of what's real about it. So you can you know tell others. I mean, it's it's good to have an education. I mm-hmm. mean, it's nothing wrong with that. I mean, I got a, a, a bachelor's degree and two master's degrees. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I wanted that other information. It's good to learn and have special training. But when it comes to the Word of God, the average person in the pew can read it and understand it because of the anointing of the Holy Spirit in them. God teaches them His Word. So it's a good thing uh, to have that there. So it's kind of like hooked on Bible work for me. Yes. <laughs> um so some other backup passages that came to mind when I thought about this, you know, the anointing remaining in him, you know, and following what he would have to do. Uh, Ephesians 1, 13 and 14 uh, came to mind. And so uh, let's take a look at that. We'll look at 13 first here. And you also were included in Christ when you heard the message of truth, the gospel of your salvation. When you believed, you were marked in him with a seal the promised Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. So this one is one of those things that, that uh, as I thought about, you know, when the Holy Spirit comes to be in your life, you're marked in him. You are part of it. Remember, we talked about the remaining, but you know, listen to what he says here. He says, you were included in Christ when you heard the message. So when you heard the message, the only way to literally hear it, I mean, your ears can hear all kinds of sounds and you know, people can hear all kinds of things, but to actually hear it in the sense of it being a part of you and coming into you is brought about by the Holy Spirit being in us. Mm-hmm. And so here he says, uh, you know, included in Christ when you heard the message of truth, the gospel of your salvation, when you believed, you were marked in him with a seal of the promised Holy Spirit. There's a mark of a seal. <laughs> I mean, you know, not one of those creatures, you know, make weird noises out in the ocean. But the fact of the ones here that are marked with a, you know, in those days they they would seal things to say this is, uh, this is true, this is real, or you know, however you want to use it. Like like a king would put out an edict, mm-hmm. and he would put a wax thing on there, and he had a, he had a seal that he would stamp that with. That was his seal that nobody else would be allowed to use that. And it says this is from me. This is true. This is real, and. Uh, and you know they did that with envelopes. They you know in the old days before licking and sticking an envelope, you know they would actually pour wax over it and press it with a stamp to say you know this is from me. This is I'm sealing this envelope. You receive it. You know this is something that's you know from a particular person. And so here we are marked with the seal of the promised Holy Spirit, and that is showing that we have this faith that God puts within us, so that we really stick with it. And then the second verse that goes with that is verse 14, uh, who is a deposit guaranteeing our inheritance until the redemption of those who are God's possessions to the praise of his glory. So in other words, not only does the Holy Spirit give us faith so we can believe, we're uh, sealed in him or by him, and he is a deposit guaranteeing that we're going to make it. We're going to get the inheritance. In other words, part of what this is saying is once you're saved, you always are saved if you were really saved. Mm-hmm. I mean, there are all kinds of people out there that might hear the message and it kind of sounds good to them and they'll say, yeah, I believe that. But it's just kind of maybe an emotional thing or maybe just a knowledge thing. And it's not really heartfelt that they have really transferred their trust to Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. Um, but if it if it is the real thing, 
it doesn't go away. And now different denominations have different views on that, but this is what I see the scriptures telling us. In other words, once you're saved, you are saved. That's all there is to it. And God keeps you. He guarantees it by who? The Holy Spirit. He's the seal. He's the deposit. <coughs> Excuse me. He's the deposit that guarantees who we are in Christ. Um, there's such a thing as like, um, you know, people want to buy a house. And you want to make sure there's, you know, maybe there's 10 different people saying, hey, I want it, I want it, I want it, you know. And everybody's coming up with different things about why they want it and they're ready to pay for it. But if you're the first one to say, okay, here's the deposit. I'm giving you a couple of thousand dollars. I want that piece of property. Well, that becomes a deposit guaranteeing you get it, mm -hmm. you know. Now, if you break it, that's that's a different story. But nobody else can then step in and say, well, I want it. Instead, I'm going to give you a bigger deposit. Once the deposit's been made, it's done. You know, it's your place. Of course, you got to get all the loans and all that through. So it's some different scenarios there. But this is the idea that the Holy Spirit is the deposit that was put down for us that we are sealed in Christ, that we remain mm -hmm. in him. That's why we use that title again. A um, couple other passages to back us up. Another one in 2 Timothy 1, 12 through 14. And it says... But I am not ashamed, for I know whom I believed, and I am convinced that he is able to guard until that day what he has entrusted to me. Mm -hmm. So he's basically, again, stating what was said in the other thing. You know, I, I, he's not ashamed of the gospel. I know it's the truth, and I know it's going to stay in me. I'm convinced I'm able to guard against that day. You know, God's going to protect him right on through to the end. Mm -hmm. So that, you know, the time will come. When, when things are over with, but for right now, you know, God's taken him to heaven one day. And it's going to start now, and there's a course to this thing, and it's got a, a beginning and an end. But the end is when you go home to glory. Until then, he's still going to be presenting the gospel to people and sharing it with them. And he knows he's confident he will stay into it because of the Holy Spirit. There's a song that goes along with that verse, too. What is that? I don't remember the name of the song, but well, I mean, we used to <laughs> sing it all the time uh, in church. Think about it. Well, it's not coming to mind. It must be coming to mind to you. <laughs> Do you remember some of the words? <laughs> right there. <laughs> it's just, it practically follows what you just said. For I know whom I have believed and am convinced, yeah, that he is able to guard against that day. I think that's how it goes, something mm, like that. Something yeah. Like that. yeah. yeah. Yeah, it, yeah, I got it now. Yeah. It, it came to mind. Mm -hmm. A little slow here today. <laughs> today? <laughs> well, you know how it is. Mm -hmm. Anyway, verse 13. Follow the pattern of the sound words that you have heard from me in the faith and love that are in Christ Jesus. Paul's basically saying, look, I'm following Christ. You can follow me. Mm -hmm. I'm doing the same thing. That's a scary thought to me because I'm not Paul, number one. Uh, but I mess up, you know, and to tell somebody to follow me is a scary thought. But on the other hand, he's saying, follow me as I follow Christ. So, well, I mean, I'm sure there were times that Paul even, uh, messed up and stuff. Yeah, there were, there were some things I think he, he said that, that, well, remember he had the dispute with, uh, wasn't it with Timothy? Or Mark, Luke, one of them guys. It just went out of mind. Well, he had a dispute yeah. with Peter one time. Yeah, had a dispute with Peter. Mm -hmm. Yeah, 
Uh, and then, you know, there was one of the mission trips he went on. And when he got back, they split company because they had some heated words mm-hmm. about how things went on, you know. And then later on, he said, you know, he's valuable to me. You know, he, he, they had reestablished their relationship. So, you know, it's there. Uh, but he says here, follow, uh, follow the pattern of the sound words. God's word is the sound word. It's the one that we can follow and know it's true. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, go through what it, what it has to say for us. And then the uh, last verse that I think goes with this is by the Holy Spirit who dwells within us, guard the good deposit entrusted to you. So not only did we talk earlier about the Holy Spirit himself being a deposit, the Word of God is a deposit that's been put into us so that we need to guard that carefully so that we don't go astray doing things that the Word says not to do. So you don't want someone to uh, make a withdrawal from that deposit. That's right. (laughs) It's the one that's there. Yeah. Uh, See, one of the things that is different, I believe, in the ultimate savings. There you go, the ultimate savings. I, one of the things that is that is, I'm not trying to figure out how to say this. Okay. Um, one of the things I like about our denomination versus many other denominations, we have a thing what is called the regulative principle. Basically, it says we only do what the scriptures prescribe that we do. Mm-hmm. Okay, so if in other words, the scripture says uh, for a worship service. What do you do in a worship service? Well, we know in the scriptures they sang. All the way in the Old Testament, all the Psalms were songs that were sung during worship. Um, Then there's other spots in scripture, same type of thing. So we know singing is a part of worship. We know that giving of tithes and offerings were always a part of worship, Old Testament, New Testament. People gave, you know, for the furtherance of the gospel message. Mm -hmm. Um, We know that uh, prayer is an important part of worship. And we know that the preaching of the word of God is an important part of worship. It's all there. And it might be another point or two I missed there, but it's basically those things that we know the scripture says, this is what is done in worship. You know, so for our denomination, we say that's all that we will do. You know, Other ones will say, well, if the Bible doesn't forbid it, well, then it's okay, so we can do what we want. And that begins like, well, you know, where do you stop? You know, and people could do things in worship that you were like, well, I don't see that in scripture, <laughs> you know. Uh, so that that's a cautionary thing to follow the word of God because of saying, you know, what's it telling us that we are to do? So we follow it and, mm-hmm. and stick to what it says to do. So the Holy Spirit, you know, dwells in us, guarding that deposit that's entrusted to us, we need to be obedient to God's word and do what God's word tells us to do. And that's different, you know, from a lot of other denominations. Um, you know, I know some that'll just, you know, do just about anything. Um, you know, went to a church once just to visit and they never had the preaching of the word. I mean, they, they, they sang a bunch of songs and worship songs, which were good. And I like worship songs, you know, uh, some people gave some announcements. They took up an offering and then uh, a lady got up and talked about a mission trip she had been on. Nobody ever read the Word of God. Nobody ever said, here is that interpretation and the meaning behind that Word of God. And in other words, preaching a sermon about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then they were done and left. And consequently, we never went back there. Uh, <laughs> 
it uh they well the, I mean, like there are churches that I, I call like you know the feel good churches yeah yeah where it even if they, they use scripture at times but they'll is it's you know trying to make you you know like i said feel good about yourself and right. to go throughout the day and it's and, and they're, they're not really like teaching the right. word of god which is part of you know i mean there, some people argue about the difference between teaching and preaching and i know some pastors say well i don't know if i've ever preached i've always taught you know it, it there's to differences in how the, you define it to me i feel like preaching and teaching is pretty much the same thing it's there's, pretty close well in fact one of the directives in the scripture about who a, who people who are the preachers is that he is a pastor teacher that's mm-hmm. two terms that go together that's what you do uh and i can remember one lady in the church that we served for a while said you know she said i've heard a lot of people who have preached and she says i don't know whether i grew a lot she said but you have taught me mm-hmm. the word of god and that, i thought that was a good thing you know uh so we got to stick to the way I look at it. As long as you can reach one person, you know, then that's a good thing. It is. It'd be nice to get a few more, but it is. But you know, but getting that one. But if you're doing all sorts of things in the world and and not trying to help even just one person, then right. I don't think that's a good thing. Right. No matter how nice a person you might be. Right. Uh, so having said all that, I got another card up here. Is the Holy Spirit gives us faith. Now we know that's, excuse me, we know that's true from the Word of God. He's the one who gives the the, the spiritual gift of faith, so we're able to believe, and uh, within that, we're then enabled to believe and trust in Jesus. Mm-hmm. And because of that, He says He guards and guarantees our salvation, uh, which is an amazing thing. Because if our salvation was left up to us. We would really mess it up because we are still sinners saved by grace. Mm-hmm. And without the Holy Spirit being there to lead, guide, and direct, you know, we could go just any old which way and do weird things. Uh, but with the Holy Spirit and these passages we just read today, it's saying that we are anointed through the Word of God and through the Holy Spirit to be able to believe, to trust in Him, follow Him, and then he tells us that we will remain, and he not only says that you will remain, he says he gives us the Holy Spirit as a guarantee that we will remain. Mm-hmm. So we have that uh, idea that you know, basically once you're saved, you are always saved, if you were really saved. Like I said, there are some people that you know, might claim they are, but you just don't see the evidence in their life. And then they sometimes go wandering off some way and say they're not even a Christian anymore. Well, they weren't really one to begin with. Because if you are to begin with, you don't lose it. It stays mm-hmm. with you forever and ever and ever. Uh, therefore, we remain in him. That's our closing statement for the day. Okay. Sounds good. All right, let's get to our prayer, and yep. then we'll close this out. All right, let's pray, folks. Lord, we pray that people will take to heart the word of God, because it is the truth It is where we find the reality of who you are. These passages have shown us that it comes to us through an anointing of the Holy Spirit who changes us from the inside out, gives us a spiritual eye to see and understand and believe and to trust. And Father, we need that in our lives so much today. Uh, There are so many who seem to to drift away that, that only go through a uh, a structure of what they would call religion and don't really have the, the heartfelt uh, evidence of what it is. 
So, Father, we pray for the reality of the Spirit to be true in us. Help us to realize our own anointing, that we know the Word, that we will study the Word, and we will proclaim the Word so that we might be able to bring others. And, Father, help us in every way possible not to lead others astray. We don't want that millstone around our neck. We want to be the ones who are giving glory to you, and in the end, we'll see you in heaven. Thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. All right, everybody, we'll be right back after this commercial break. hope everybody enjoyed that break i know i say that every time because that's what i get paid to do you get paid son of a gun <laughs> i gotta have a board meeting <laughs> <laughs> well that's your problem you have board <laughs> meetings uh-huh. uh so while i was down at the the coastline yeah you know, watching the scientists and stuff i yes. saw this other guy I mean, we got talking about what all was going on i don't know how the subject got brought up but he was like you know when i die I want to get cremated yeah. and i'm like okay well, um why and he's like what's well, as close as i'm ever gonna to get to be smoking hot that's the way to do it <laughs> <Anywho. Okay. laughs> so what you got there <laughs> well you know where to find us with other things like satan life entertainment ah, for the merch the merch stuff and steve already had a commercial you've seen that already of his uh shirts and a mm-hmm. selection of them mm-hmm. uh go to the site there is so much more there i mean there are bunches and bunches of shirts and bags and mugs and cups mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. other things i can't remember it's all there but the different designs that are there are there's some really cool shirts mm-hmm. and of course we're displaying a few here today the hats mm-hmm. and the shirts that we're wearing mm-hmm. uh demonstrate all that and even stickers on cups yes, 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 yes. Uh, so that's there and then uh, of course there is the real steven tv where yes. you do evaluations of other shows and uh, talked and sometimes gaming things i think still haven't got to the gaming thing part yet but you know still mostly been reviewing shows and movies and stuff and so i far. finally yesterday watched the last episode of strange new world oh. and then your review afterwards yeah. so uh i saw both of those and got caught up yeah. <laughs> it's taken me a while to get there it's, it's an interesting show it, so. it, it's different yeah, yeah it's different that's okay. for sure. yeah. uh and then last is the uh, woodchuck himself sitting there for creator crafts mm-hmm. uh where you can go to facebook and see the things that i make mm-hmm. and if you're interested in the christmas things that we displayed this last week we had a nice good picture on uh both on Creator Crafts and my own personal page, which is just Gary Litchfield on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Um, and I had pictures. Have you been of, posting to uh, Instagram? Not lately. I keep forgetting mm. to do that. You, you know. I'll think about that. Yep. Got to get it in there. So, anyway, all that's there. And you can always uh, email us, write us if you're interested in anything. Let us know what's going on. We'd love to hear from you, mm-hmm. uh, both of you who are watching. <laughs> just teasing. <laughs> This isn't home improvement. <laughs> that's right. Tool time, whatever. Tool time, that's right. 
Uh, but anyway, take a look and then let us know something. Uh, tell us what you think and whatever. We're, we're open to hearing some things. Yeah. All, All right. right. And uh, so we are done there. Yeah. Um, I guess that's about it. Um, I always try to remind people we do have a donation link down below if you want to check that out. Um, and other than that, there's no If holes. we ever get a donation, it'll help get rid of that banner that is sitting across yeah, here. Yeah, we're, we're trying to raise up <laughs> enough money so we can, can purchase the uh, software that we use to do the, all the editing and blah, blah, blah. And it's kind of expensive. So It is. Yeah. It was on discount for a while, and we didn't get enough money to do that. So, so yeah. it, now it costs more. So... That's how it goes. God's so, got to provide. We'll so with today. that said, we're going to close it out here. Go for it. I want to thank everybody who's been watching this far. And for all of us here at The Crown and Spear, I'm your host, Stephen Litchfield. This is my co-host, Gary Litchfield. And we'll catch you next time. Have a great week, folks.